Welcome to the L Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Kafko. This podcast is about L's, letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are and what we want out of life, leveling up to live it to the fullest, and most importantly, loving ourselves in the process. So let's figure out this thing called life together. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Uh, this is this is a tough subject for me. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, thanks. <laughs> uh, but last week I shared that my husband had been diagnosed with melanoma. And for those who don't know, melanoma is a form of skin cancer where the melanocytes, the cells in your body that give your skin color pigment, sometimes things go wrong and they become cancerous. And so this melanoma is something that like has followed me. Um, My grandmother had melanoma and passed. My mother had melanoma and both of their cases, it was discovered way too late. Um, They were both like stage four, which is like pretty much the last stage. And so they both had surgery. They both had to go to treatments. Um, And so when my husband told me that his, you know, routine dermatology appointment, they found a mole that they, you know, thought might be of concern. And so they just wanted to be safe and remove it. And so when it came back as melanoma, you know, my heart stopped because I'm like, oh, no, like not this again. And so he had surgery um, and I'm very, very fortunate that we did catch this one early enough. And so they were able to remove like the whole tumor, all the cancerous cells in the surgery. So he doesn't need treatment. He's technically cancer free and he just needs to have like follow-ups every three months. So for the most part, happy ending, right? Yet somehow my brain can't comprehend that it's a happy ending. I know that's kind of weird to say, and I don't fully understand it, and I'm still working through this in therapy. But one thing that I, I talked about this last week in therapy, and one thing that my my therapist told me that just really like blew my mind was I was I was explaining to her how I felt really guilty for feeling you know, worried because in my brain, this was, oh no, melanoma for the third time in someone I love. And so my brain, you know, of course our, our brains always look for evidence in the past. Like when have we dealt with this before? I've dealt with this twice. And so my brain was like, oh, okay, the last time this happened, here's the end result. And so when my husband told me that he had melanoma, I was, my brain was like, okay, here's what happened last time. Here's what the end result is probably going to be again. And so my, I was like, so worried and stressed and anxious that that was going to be the same end result. Even though, like I said, his was detected very early, whereas my mom and my grandma's was very late stage. So again, not the same stage. So therefore not the same type, like, not the same situation, right? Like my husband's younger when he was diagnosed, he's overall healthy. So like it would make sense that they would have different outcomes. But 
my brain just couldn't comprehend that. And so I was worried for, it was about a month and a half between his diagnosis and his surgery. And so the whole time I was just like trying to keep myself calm, trying to, you know, correct my brain every time it said like, this is going to be the outcome again. And, and so constantly fighting with myself and fighting with my brain to like not go there. And so thankfully, you know, happy ending, hopefully it stays that way. And yep. So like now that it's, you know, quote unquote over, he's cancer free. Like there's nothing to worry about except, you know, future checkups, but like for the most part, everything looks good so far. And so this whole time, like I've really been beating myself up for feeling worried, for feeling concerned because this was a happy ending. Like this wasn't as bad as previous times. And so I kept telling myself, like, I, I'm overreacting, right? Like, this is not as bad as in the past. Like, he's going to be fine. He's okay. And so, like, why are you freaking out? And so that's what I kept telling myself. Like, Liz, you're overreacting. This isn't as bad as last time. So, like, you shouldn't be this concerned. And so I told this to my therapist. Another thing that like, so not only was I telling myself this, but I, there was one day after his surgery where I was just like really overwhelmed with like, okay, now I have to help him recover from surgery and do everything at the house and do everything at work. And it was just like a glimpse of what my mom went through. So my dad was very sick and my mom in her early thirties had four kids to take care of a house a job and a sick dying husband. And it reminded me of like, geez, I'm struggling with just this little snippet. Like I can't even imagine what she went through. And so of course I started crying and I was like, man, I wish I could go back in time and help my mom, you know, more. I was a baby. So like I couldn't, uh, but um, I just like, I felt so much sympathy for her. And, and so I like tried to vent to my brother's and i was like gosh i don't i don't even know how mom did this like i'm struggling and and my brothers kind of said the same thing that i was telling myself like what are you complaining about it's not that bad like jamie can walk jamie can feed himself like jamie's going to be okay it's nothing compared to like what dad went through like or what through you know you know my our, our mom went through And so they got like very defensive, like, it's not that bad, like, calm down, what are you worrying about? And it was very, very dismissive. And I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm never telling my brothers anything ever again. And and I shared this with my therapist as well. And she was like, yeah, both you and your brothers are belittling your experiences, like, just because you've all gone through something very traumatic, like we lost my dad very early. He was very sick. We had to, you know, watch him slowly die. And then we did it again with our mom where, you know, she was diagnosed with melanoma. We saw her slowly get worse and we each took turns taking care of her. She lived with each of us at some point. And so we've, we've been through a lot of trauma in our lives growing up. And so I've noticed that yes, my brothers and I all do this. And that's, I guess, uh, just a a side effect of having gone through so much trauma at young ages, where if anything happens now, 
we compare it to our past, right? We compare it to the trauma we've been through that we've survived. And we tell ourselves like, this is not as bad as that. So stop feeling what you're feeling because it could be worse, right? It could be as bad as what we've been through. And, and I realized that, you know, I'm very thankful that in this therapy session, I realized that because I do do this a lot where I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe work is really stressful or maybe, you know, my husband's diagnosed with cancer. I don't know. Right. Like, oh, but it's still not as bad as like losing my parents before both of my parents by 25. Right. And so I always compare my, whatever I'm going through to my past trauma to make it feel not as impactful to make it, you know, to belittle it. And, and I'm, I'm sure this is probably some sort of like coping mechanism where it's like, well, if I, I make this smaller, then maybe it won't feel as big as it probably actually is. And, and I wonder how many people probably also do this, right? Like, I think as a society, we always try to like, well, it's not that bad, right? It's we, we try to make situations feel less bad because we want to feel less bad, right? Or we make, you know, this, this whole toxic positivity of like, well, it's not that bad, you know, try to look at the good, find the silver lining. And sometimes there is no silver lining. Sometimes things just suck. And so this past month, like, I even felt guilty because I'm like, I'm not the one with cancer. Like, I shouldn't be worried. I shouldn't even be complaining. I should be grateful. Like, this is my husband's journey. And again, it's that belittling of like, well, you know, I didn't go through cancer. My mom did. My grandma did. And Jamie did. And so like, why am I worried? Why am I having struggles with my mental health? And again, it's this sense of like, well, it's not that bad. Therefore, you shouldn't be worrying. Um, you know, be positive. You know, you need to be strong for for everyone else. And and I don't really know, like, how to not do that, right? Like, this is something I've just always done my whole life. But what I'm trying to do now instead is, first of all, and I think I talked about this in, in a couple episodes back, where like not feeling guilty about what I'm feeling. Like, if I'm feeling sad, just let myself feel sad. Because when you add this extra feeling of guilt, like, it's unnecessary. It doesn't help. Like, whatever you're going through, adding guilt to it, like, it it just makes it worse, right? And so I'm trying to instead just acknowledge that, yes, what I've gone through in the past was really, really heavy. But what I'm going through now can also be heavy. It might not be as heavy, but that doesn't mean that it's not heavy in itself. And so whatever you're going through in life, and we do this a lot, I feel like women do this a lot too, where it's, you know, well, at least I don't have kids, right? Like this could be way worse if I also had to take care of my kids. No, like you're allowed to still have this moment where life just sucks. Like life is, is going to suck sometimes. And if it feels big to you, it's allowed to be big. Just because, you know, if it's a project at work that's stressing you out and you're, you're struggling with your mental health because of it, like that doesn't mean 
that it's not a big deal. I feel like there's been times where maybe I'm stressed with a work project and I'm like, well, at least I have a job, right? Like I should be grateful. Well, I can be grateful and stressed, right? Like there's nothing saying that I can't be both. Like I can be grateful that my husband is alive. I can be grateful that I have a husband. I can be grateful that I, you know, I have a very supportive partner, but I could also be scared and I could also be worried when he's diagnosed with cancer. And I feel like if I asked anyone else, like if someone told me, oh, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and I'm beating myself up because I'm worried, I'd be like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like that makes sense. If the person that you love is going through something that's very scary, it makes sense that you're scared. But there's something about when we go through things that we, we beat ourselves up or we try to talk ourselves out of our feelings. And, and that just makes it so much worse. And so instead, I'm trying to just acknowledge that whatever I'm going through, like whatever I'm feeling because of it, I am allowed to feel it. And so if you also do this, I am telling you, you are allowed to feel whatever you're feeling. It doesn't matter what you've been through in the past. It doesn't matter what you do or don't have that you should or shouldn't be grateful for. And one thing that I've learned to catch myself, so like, how do I know I'm belittling myself? Is because I start saying a lot of I should statements. Like, I should be grateful. I should, you know, feel better. I should not worry, right? And so when I, know, when I notice that I'm saying a lot more I should statements, that's a red flag for like, okay, that means you're you're trying to redirect what you're feeling. You're trying to change your, your thinking about what's happening where instead you should just be like accepting of what's happening. And when I say accepting of what's happening, I'm not saying that like, well, this is my identity. This is who I am. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, accept that you're feeling the way that you're feeling and not beat yourself up about it. And so is this easier said than done? Absolutely. Probably. I'm, I'm just starting. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's going to take time, right? Like having so much trauma in the past and trauma is different for everybody. Like trauma doesn't just have to mean losing a parent. It could, it doesn't have to mean, you know, being abused in the past. Like trauma could also be not having a roof over your head all the time. Or trauma could also be having a very manipulative partner or relative. Like trauma is different for everyone. And so first of all, like don't ever compare your trauma because that's also another form of belittling. Well, it it's not good. Like, I don't know. I I am really struggling with this one because it's something that I've always done. And it's, I think because in my eyes growing up, it's always been a form of like, quote unquote, you know, humbling yourself. Like, oh, my life is good, but I don't want to like talk about anything that's bad because other people have it worse. Right? Like, so be humble, be grateful. But that's not always helpful. And that's not always true. And so going through this experience with my husband has really taught me that I hope nothing is ever as bad as like what I went through with losing my mom and losing my dad. 
but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to go through some pretty shitty stuff in the future, right? And so I can't spend the rest of my life comparing everything to my past and neither should you, right? Whatever you've been through in life, sure, you've overcome it and that's great, but that doesn't mean that anything that you do overcome in the future shouldn't be acknowledged because it's not as bad as what you overcame in the past. Does that make sense? And so I, I'm glad that I'm, I'm realizing this now <clears throat> and, and looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, my, it makes sense that my brothers, you know, had that response to me trying to vent to them because they also belittle what they go through. Like, well, at least, you know, it's not what my dad went through. At least it's not what our mom went through. Um, or like, yeah, but we have more help or, you know, at least we have jobs that have insurance and, you know, there's always coming up with excuses of like why it's not as bad and why they're always comparing things. And it's like, well, yeah, we, we all went through this collective trauma together and we all have very similar coping mechanisms then of like belittling what we're going through and what we will go through in the future because of what we've gone through in the past. That was a lot. <laughs> I know. Um, but I, I'm just picturing and thinking about, you know, what we're all going through. Like all of us have fucking survived a pandemic, right? Like we all survived something that we thought for sure was going to kill us that like might wipe out the human race. I don't know, but life was scary for like the past three years. And and I've definitely noticed myself saying, well, like, oh, yeah, well, at least it's not a pandemic, right? <laughs> and and it's a joke. But at the same time, it's like belittling whatever I'm going through and whatever you're going through because you've gone through worse. And am I saying don't be grateful? No. Like, of course, be grateful. Of course, if your mental for your mental health, do what you need to do for your mental health, basically. Like, if you need to focus on the positivity, if you need to practice, you know, saying what you're grateful for, do it. But don't do it at the cost of not letting yourself feel what you need to, or at the cost of not acknowledging what you're going through. Because I think when you don't acknowledge what you're going through, you don't acknowledge yourself, you don't acknowledge your feelings. Like, how can... If there's anyone that's supposed to do those things, it's ourselves, right? If, you know, our family members, if our friends don't acknowledge it about us, like, that's, I mean, I'm not going to say that's fine, but like, that's their problem. But if anyone should be there for you, it should be you. And I'm trying really hard to be there for myself. And so I, I've, I've tried to step back from things. I've tried to like, not, I, I don't post as much on social media. Um, it, because I'm taking space for myself right now to, to try to recover from this. And that'll be a whole different episode. But we've gone through something very hard this past month. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to acknowledge that you're going through something hard. Even if you've been th through something harder in the past. That doesn't matter. That doesn't make what you're going through okay, you know? So I hope that we can all show ourselves a little bit more grace, show ourselves a little bit more kindness, more patience, all the things that we give to everyone else. We need to start giving it to ourselves even more, especially right now with 
the world feeling like it's on fucking fire all the time. And it's, yeah, it's a lot. We're going through a lot and we need to, to take care of ourselves. Okay. So I will talk to you guys next week. I am so glad that this did have a happy ending, but it was still pretty fucking scary. So I guess happy Halloween (laughs) for how scary this was. Uh, Yeah, the next episode will be after Halloween. So happy Halloween. I hope you enjoy and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. If this episode was helpful, please share it with your mom, your friend, your neighbor, everyone. Help me spread this word as far as possible because we can all use a friend that gets us and that's there for us. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode.